Hey guys, I'm very excited for another episode of the show about science. This is your host, Nate. And today we're going to be interviewing Monica. We're going to be finding out how to do your own fruit fly experiments and what sugar does to the brain. This is going to be a pretty sugary sweet episode. So Monica, can you introduce yourself? Hi, Nate. My name is Monica Deuce. I am an assistant professor at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And I had a research lab that studied the effect of sugar on the brain. And I teach genetics and neuroscience. So, I just had a teensy bit of sugar. Uh-oh. Just right before we called you. <laughs> so, Monica... Your lab studies the effects of real sugar and fake sugar on the brain. Can the brain even tell the difference? So we don't really study the human brain. We study the brain of fruit flies. Have you seen fruit flies in your kitchen? Of course. Like the last time I actually saw one was when I was three. Oh, wow. That, you have good memory. <laughs> so the brain can tell the difference between real sugar and fake sugar. You know, the stuff that comes in those like blue and yellow and pink packets, right? At restaurants. Uh-huh. And that's because as you're eating real sugar, there is an increase in the amount of sugar that goes in your blood. And then there's specialized cells. There's some specific neurons that have special machinery that when the sugar increases, they can tell, oh, Okay, now there's a lot of sugar incoming, and then they can ask, is the sugar real sugar or is it a sweetener? Because the fake sugar isn't really broken down by the cells. And so because the real sugar is broken down, then the neurons can use these little pieces of the broken down sugar to turn on different membrane channels and increase their activity. And so they fire and they then release a hormone, which is a chemical messenger that goes from one part of your brain to another part of your body or a different part of your brain. And so that's a way for different parts of your body and brain to communicate to each other. And so this is a very simple system because there is a sugar that's broken down. If the sugar is fake, it's not broken down. And so your brain sees it and processes it differently. If humans have a sugar sensing system what does the um sugar sensing system do so it probably does a few things um it probably tells you when you don't have enough sugar in your blood so that you feel hungry and you can go look for food to survive right when Many, many, many thousands of years ago, when we couldn't call up for pizza, we had to go look for our food. And so it was really important for us to figure out when we were hungry. So this sugar sensing of nutrient sensing system, that's probably what it's really important that they do, that they tell you when you're super hungry so that you can go replenish your nutrients. But it's also important that they tell you two other things. It's important that they tell you when you had enough food. Can you imagine if you were really hungry and you kept eating and eating and eating? What's your favorite food? Cheerios. 
Oh, that's a good one. Imagine you were super hungry and you you ask your mom and dad if you can have Cheerios and they give you a box of Cheerios and uh, you keep eating it and then you make yourself sick, right? But your body has a way to say, okay, Nate, you have a big bowl of Cheerios, so that's probably enough. So the nutrient sensing system is also important to tell you when you had had enough food. And also, it should be kind of important for the nutrient sensing system to tell you what type of food you had. If you had a food that's very nutritious and has a lot of energy, or if you have food that just looks good, but it's not really good and doesn't have a lot of energy and nutrients for your body. So really, nutrient sensing system, I think, can do three things. Tell you when you don't have enough nutrients, tell you when you had enough, and also tell you about their quality. Does that make sense to you? Uh-huh. So, what do flies like more? Water, sugar, or fake sugar? What do you think? Sugar. Yes. Yes. And why do you think that is? Because they like real sugar, and the fake sugar is just a little less sweet than the real sugar and so they like the real sugar more than the fake sugar and the water just isn't sweet at all so they only have two more options that is exactly so if you give them a choice between water and sugar that's super easy sugar tastes better and then if you give them a choice between Fake sugar and water, well, fake sugar also tastes better, so they pick that. But then, if you give them a choice between real sugar and fake sugar, what do you think would happen if you make the fake sugar taste better? If the fake sugar is sweeter, but it has no energy. And then the real sugar is not as sweet, it's not as tasty, but it has energy because it's real sugar. What do you think the fly would do? I've got to erase my mind to answer that question too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so basically, I think I'm gonna go with a crazy answer. Okay, let's see, let's hear it. It's just I think that when they're hungrier, they prefer the fake sugar, get a little more full, still like the fake sugar, get really full, and then they just want the sugar. So when imagine if you're really really hungry. Right, you, you need to put a lot of energy into your body because uh, say you forgot to have dinner last night and then you forgot to have breakfast and now it's lunchtime, right? And you're super hungry. And I give you something that has a lot of energy, say, you know, potatoes. And then I give you fake sugar that has no energy. If you're really hungry, what would you want to eat? Would you want to eat something that has a lot of energy or something that has no energy? You would want to eat something that has energy, right? Because yeah, you're super would, hungry. Yeah, I probably, probably want to eat the potato. Even though I don't like potatoes, I would just eat the potato. Yeah, so the same thing is for flies. So what they do is they don't really care what food tastes like as much as how much energy it has. And instead, if the fly is not hungry because it just had a meal you know, just had a huge brunch, then they don't really care how much energy the food has. They only care how good it tastes. And so the preference for real or fake sugar really changes depending on how hungry the fly is. And when the fly is hungry, prefers the real sugar. And when the fly is not hungry, prefers the fake sugar because, you know, we make it taste better. 
And then maybe if we took the flies and we kept it in an environment that was super dry and they got super thirsty, maybe they would prefer water, you know, to sugar. But we haven't done those experiments. Maybe you should then. Yeah, that is a good idea. I bet there are people doing those experiments, people that want to understand how we feel thirsty. I bet those people are doing experiments on that. So... How do flies react to sugar in the brain? So when there's sugar in their brain, it turns on this brain cells, and this brain cells release a messenger that goes to the fly mouth. And the flies have like a proboscis. Have you ever seen butterflies eat? Yeah. Actually, I have a YouTube channel, and if you watch the um, YouTube channel, you can. S- there's some butterfly videos. There's a butterfly playlist, and some other butterfly videos that we're working on putting in the playlist. Ooh, that sounds cool. And then there's some of them are drinking, and so they you can see their proboscises. Yeah, exactly. So flies have the same thing because they're kind of related to butterflies, right? And so when the fly's brain feels the real sugar, it sends a chemical messenger to their mouth to make them extend their proboscis more so they will keep eating the good real sugar. But if the fly is eating the fake sugar, this chemical messenger is not released and so then it doesn't end up in the proboscis and so the proboscis doesn't keep moving. So that's what the fly, how the flies react when it eats the real sugar. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was really fun to talk to you and I love your show. Thanks. And you too. Okay, folks, the show about science is complete. Dad, you can shut the recording off. For the newest episodes of the show about science, download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo.